0: It's the art of living, and you be get better at it as you have more experience at it. It's just like, I can't fucking pay rent in the moment. Like, and I just spoke like from from my heart, you know what I mean? And I think that that's super powerful. <sighs> yeah.
1: See, John, you know this is yeah. one thing that I kind of frustrated me, and again, I, I, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to relate to, but. Maybe it is the same. You can tell me if it's the same or not in Perth or in Australia. Mm. About the stigma of actually looking into yourself. So we've been talking an awful lot about it mm. and vulnerability and blah blah blah. Yeah. But the stigma of actually the process of that. Mm. Like why isn't it why isn't it viewed like going to the gym? I don't know, the last twenty years the whole idea of mm. fitness has changed and it's just all over Instagram and everywhere mm. is fitness, fitness, fitness. But yes, there's a stigma, especially in Ireland, about Stuff like this. Um, I was talking to a particular person and they were so ashamed, I suppose that's probably one word that I could mm. use, of doing it. You know how you do breath work and um, sometimes, you know, let like say you hug a person beside you yeah. in, in cold lips. Yeah. And they're thinking, like, oh, geez, if someone saw me there, like I just pretend it wasn't me. Yeah. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, that's a very weird thing to say mm. that if you met someone that you know from home mm. you'd have to pretend you're not into this and that's the current stigma in Ireland that if you're looking in towards yourself you're a bit mm. a phrase away with the fairies dude, in Ireland yeah, you know fairy 100 fairy, fairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just think it's or kooky or like
0: bro 100 dude I still feel that you know? yeah I know
1: to mean. you nearly feel because yeah. of, we talked about like conventional mm. life that that's not that's not mm. done so if you're doing it you're going off this beaten track and mm. like it's just a totally different idea from what everyone thinks is what you do mm. and you've never been told i suppose that's part of it as well you've never been told growing up like look deep into yourself what are you genuinely interested mm. in and school is so toxic in a way not that it's like i don't know how to change your whole system yeah. but like you fall into groups an awful lot mm. and you said that only when you grow older you've kind of look into yourself and say Mm. what do I actually like Mm. a guy I had on the podcast before Gary Patterson was Mm. talking about like he'd love to as you said do workshops Mm. but for young young people like like uh, before school because you're then teaching them the tools of Mm. it's okay to look inside yourself um, and this is how to do it Mm. and sitting with yourself is so hard as a young person Mm. and it's so hard and i talked a lot about it before these things the phone's kids they're they're wired to never be bored and yeah it's
0: harder than ever we live in a society now with like we can have any comfort we want and I, I, I I'm worried that it's going to only get worse mm. but we have yeah every reason to to just be comfortable and not look inside
1: I'm, I'm terrible for myself that's yeah. one big thing that like I'd love to change is I've got into this routine of when I eat food phone's there oh, I know. when I'm in the car yeah um when I'm in the car, a uh, podcast or mm. music, like only sometimes when I've had a, a crazy day of over-stimulation do mm. I sit in the car and just like, I love the silence. Yeah. But it's just into this routine of I have to have something going on every
0: Dude, time. Just thrashing your dopamine. I the, do it all the, the time. Like when I'm, I'm getting better. One thing I've been really trying to do is like in the mornings when I can, I'll just go for a walk with nothing. Yeah. And I and it's and like oh, there's always resistance but then once I get into the walk I'm like I feel so happy um I think I think it's it's scary for people you know like something that exists in, in the UK Australia and and Ireland uh is like tall poppy syndrome you know and then if you step out and you like you're trying to do things different people cut you down mm. and I don't know where that starts like I have a theory that it started started from like um, you know like history and like World War II like everybody get into line like for mm-hmm. the greater good you know and, and that was good at the time but maybe there's been a hangover of it. and it's just like don't get out of line you know like don't ever get out of line but that's like an impressive way to live and so I think when people are doing things that like are a bit different than normal it scares people because ultimately it's just shining cracks on them man mm-hmm. and it's fucking scary dude if someone is like if you're if you're like if you're sitting just like in your in your like true authentic self and just like coming from a beautiful self you like we're curious beings you're just sitting in curiosity you're not sitting in judgment but we've like fallen away from that curiosity um and that openness to to try and protect ourselves um and we 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 just cast our judgment on people and ultimately like one thing that like, actually I remember I, uh, I was learning about judgment and I'm still going on this journey of like, if I'm judging someone, it means that I'm judging myself yeah, in it talks such about a them. deep way. And I remember being in a shopping center and uh, I was like, it was in the back of my mind and I just found myself like judging everyone. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like subconsciously, you yeah. know, And I came, it came like into my conscious mind and I was just like, what if you just don't judge them? And um, I just like had this, this just sense of peace. Like I just felt, I was like, it doesn't matter what that person's doing or what I'm doing. Like I'm just moving through time and space and for a moment there... I just felt completely at peace and just like this happy state came over me. And hopefully
1: they're not judging you
0: in the same way.
1: Even if they are. Yeah, who cares, who yeah. Really cares, man? Who really cares, yeah. You know?
0: Like I think it's it is complex. Like it's like we're social beings and um, like it matters that we we do get like social approval or like um, acceptance from people. Like there's a there's like a it's like a primal thing. Like if you go back to like tribal like places and if one dude, like, stepped out of line and, like, raped a kid or something, like, yeah, that would be, like, it's unsafe to do that. So, everyone's going to judge you. Yeah. And you'll be cast away from society. It could be even something less. So, like, there's an element of it that is good. But, like, it, it, you know, as humans do, we get, like, super extreme with everything. Yeah.
1: That exact thing was said on, a, on Gary's podcast. He was talking about the tribe. And yeah. it's evolutionary. Yeah. And in talking about the judgment and judging yourself one thing that he said that always stuck with me is when you point at someone three fingers pointing back at you you know line. and I was yeah. like that is so true mm-hmm. because and I said like when someone gets up early say oh feck you uh, but they're saying I want to get up early but yeah. I can't yeah and basically you were talking about you were talking about being individualistic and mm-hmm. stepping out of line yeah and you also talked about or said on Instagram about having your own unique experience mm-hmm. and nowadays it's so hard to do it's like everything is so why do I go to a certain place because I've seen someone else do it or I've seen it on Instagram especially with the Irish community in, in Australia everyone just says like oh have you been to Tasmania yet sorry for anyone that's yeah. listening that's going to Tasmania uh, like I want to go yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's this list of things you have to mm-hmm. do okay, you need to go to New Zealand, you need to go to Tasmania, you need to go to Bali, you need to yeah. go to Thailand. And it's like, oh, have you done that? Like, yeah, I did that. It's like, not special anymore. Someone said, um, a girl went on a yoga retreat to Thailand and she was talking to an, a, another girl and they were like, um, what do you do? She's like, oh, the, the the girl I know was talking to another girl and said, like, what, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, I just decided to come on a yoga retreat to Thailand. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. And the other girl asked the girl I know I was like, what, what are you doing? She's like, Oh well, uh, I moved to Perth and I'm working and I'm going on a trip. To, I'm, a, I'm a with the Thailand or Bali, mm-hmm. whatever one it was. Yeah. I'm here and uh, last week I was in uh, New Zealand and blah blah blah. And think girl was like, that, "That's insane! That's amazing!" And she's like, "It is, isn't it?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's crazy." But because every other person had done it yeah. and lived the same experience and compared everything it wasn't special anymore. I'm like, yeah. like that's, mm. all these things you're doing are amazing but when you put mm. them in a different perspective where loads of other people are doing it and you have to do the exact same and go to the same place and take the same picture by this mm. same waterfall or fountain and there's nothing unique about it and you're following suit and comparing then you're setting yourself up for failure. Like yeah. the, the, what do they say, like comparison is the teeth uh, of joy yeah. and she's doing all these amazing things yet not feeling unique at all. And I think you had to quote there, singular unique experience is what we all crave. Yeah. And they're random experiences that you can't plan, that no one else has done, that are totally unique to you, that you can never get back.
0: Fully, man. And then um, I'm going to butcher it, but Maslow said something like... um he said like one of the predictors of people that like live a happy life is like being able to find pleasure in like the simple things in life and we all have our like our own unique experience like and if people just like take a step back and just like see like how far they've come or what they're doing um, it's it's truly beautiful um, and I think being individualistic is such an interesting topic, right? Like, uh, I learned this from Jordan Peterson, and it's like we are like we are uh, we are individuals and we are individualistic. But you have to like as you grow up, you have to like let go of some of your individuality to join society. Of course, what you gain from that is like tenfold. You know, it's so beautiful being a part of society, but it doesn't mean that you have to like lose all of your individuality. And you can still have your own unique individual experience as a collective. We can all go to Tasmania together. Yeah, yeah. Do all the same things, and my experience will be different than yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can both be two happy ones as well. And I think that's just again, it's just like that comparison. And it's, so it's like you hear it all the time, and it's really hard to like embody it. But like, just like compare yourself to who you were yesterday, mm. as opposed to like your friend next to you. Um, which is another thing of like, looking because this has been a big journey for me because I I fall I fall into this trap all the time but like again looking within and like like what's my path like there's, so, there's also so much acceptance around that like for instance, here's a story so I one of the guys that I met Stefan was going to be co facilitating the retreat with me. When I first met him, I uh, it was after a cold news and all of my friends there was like a group of my friends that were we always go to the coffee shop afterwards they all left they had stuff to do well they went to another coffee shop for something else and I was gutted I was like oh man I want to hang out and see all of them and uh, I felt like while I even though I was at the coffee shop with all these other people that were there um, it just happened to be one of those days where there weren't that many people and I was just feeling like I was just like oh, I don't want to be here I want to be somewhere else and um but I was just like, I was like, even though I was really deeply feeling that, I was just like, just, just try and like, just appreciate where you are. But it was hard and, and I was. And so it was a real moment of like not wanting, wanting to be somewhere else than where I was. And then right at the end, I bumped into Stefan. And for the had, first time? For the first time. Had a five minute conversation. And it's led me down an incredible path. And it was just such a reinforcement, which I've learned over and over again, which I'll continue to learn, is just trust your like in where your own path. Even if you want to like, even if all the shiny things are over there, mm. or what you perceive to be shiny, and you're going this way, just trust that you're on the right path. Like I, I can't stress it enough because like you, your own shiny thing will be on that path yeah yeah, and you're on that path for a reason yeah man you're fully on that path like here's another funny thing right so my mom, and I've like now that I'm getting into men's work it makes so much sense when I look back on my life there's things that have shown up that I can't quite um, articulate but some I can um, where I'm like actually that makes sense but mm-hmm. for a long time even when I was younger and this is a bit esoteric as well <laughs> mum was like I think you're going to get into men's work and I was like I don't want to fuck when you me. were younger yeah like what age um, when I was like a late teenager or like in my early 20s she's like I think you're going to help people I think and I was just like I don't want to fucking do that shit <laughs> I don't want to help men that's weird yeah um, but now that I'm living far more in acceptance of like my own life yeah, it uh, it makes more sense and and it's like it's counterintuitive, you know. All the things like even the shiny things and the dreams and hopes I have, I think I'm going to get there much quicker by following this path because it's my path. Um, and it's hard. Yeah, but it's hard. Yeah.
1: Tell me, uh, it's hard for us to understand it. Yeah. About we're talking about men's space. What about women's space? How do we? How do you think? Sometimes I feel we're nearly oppressing them again it's like where men have to have mental health men have mm-hmm. to have this circle and the one time where everyone's hopefully getting mm-hmm. equal we're making a big <clears throat> making a big space again being like no us 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 how do you yeah. I don't know translate that to women or do you think there's opportunity for a well, I'm going to say Chili willies I don't know
0: chilly. absolutely I'd love to I'd love for there to be you know there's this thing going on where it's, like, if you talk about one sex, like, if you talk about males, it means that you're disregarding females. Yeah. And that is just not the case. Like, it actually means the opposite. It means that, like, if you're seeking, if you want a better mental health, you want a better health as 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 uh, as a general thing for for female and male or whatever. Um, I would love for there to be, like, a female version of Chili Willis, but at the moment but me and Gian started it and we're both males exactly I don't feel like comfortable to do that but there is in saying that like I've I had thought the other day and there's there's a few opportunities of people that would be perfect for it yeah so that may be something in the future um I think while everybody is on a spectrum um males there there is there always there always needs to be a space for Females and males together, and then also separately, because Mm -hmm. we 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 operate in a different way. You know, like, and this comes back to the vulnerability thing. Like, women do find it easy to be vulnerable with each other, and they can catch up and just talk. Mm -hmm. Men do not work like that. No, for the for the majority of men, I'm like, there there is some men that like that that works, Um, and it's getting better. But what I've seen and experienced is with male communities is like the conversation comes like in between doing stuff. We can we bond through like through activity, through shared experience. Um, and it's not to say women don't either, they do, but of it's more poignant to men. It's more just like we um like I think that's another reason for sport, you know, like why you see so many male dominated sports. Like for many reasons, it's a complex topic, but like we bond through shared experience and then through doing stuff and it's the conversations that come up in between them. Mm-hmm. And then if you allow us like it's it, ultimately it's good, but to force men to like act in a way that women do, I don't think is is right. Yeah, that's true. And I think
1: if if you had mm-hmm. if you force two men into a conversation like let's say women do and sit down and talk, mm-hmm. I think the stuff and the topics that come up initially are different now, I'm sure everyone has you know the same general chit chat, but talks come up for men are how's your job going, and mm. um, you know, uh, what car are you driving? All the basic stuff are the mm. general conversations uh, that they have, and they dictate how you're doing. Mm. You got a new car, you're doing well. Whereas, I think women very quickly go into deeper stuff and how they're yeah. actually feeling. Yeah, whereas, as I said, men on the surface talk about pay rise your new mm-hmm. job so they don't get into these conversations as like when they're having direct conversations as you mm-hmm. said when in sport
0: Yeah.
1: these little these little things when you open up and you're vulnerable like I, you know when you go through something together in sport I'm just thinking of my yeah. own days in sport like you're doing some sprints or some heavy work running yeah. and you're in it together yeah. that's your little conversation and your little bond oh, that different. you have with yeah. someone and you don't actually sit down and have the conversation but at the end of it you've gone through that hard time together mm-hmm. and that's without saying it that's your little uh, I don't know escapism
0: dude or not even escape it's just a natural I think like men like struggling together is like a beautiful thing mm. and we need to do it we need like struggle we need to strive for something we need to like conquer something or achieve something and that can it doesn't have to be like a negative thing and you don't have to attach to that to yeah, our life but yeah you're right I feel like Sometimes you don't even need to have a conversation. Yeah, react. Yeah, it's getting better though, and I, I like. And um, there's definitely, you know, there is a there is a stigma in it, and, and like I can go in certain groups where I don't feel comfortable, like talking like this, like I'm talking to you. Mm. I would like to see that change more, and just to be more okay. And I think it is changing, but yeah, we. I'm gonna try one of these things. Man. Take it, man. <laughs> Eat away.
1: Um, they're homemade now, so mm. I need a. Uh, I need a review. Very good, we'll, man. Will you have to say that, don't you? No, I What are you drinking? Do you on the kombucha? I'm on lemon and ginger.
0: A little like nootropic. Nice. Mm. Um, I'm big into like I don't know any again alternative things, but Nootropics <laughs> are pretty pretty mainstream now, I think. But yeah, it's just got like ginkgo biloba and like a, yeah, it's like a sparkling nootropic thing. What's the, what's the diet like in dinner? Mm, interesting my man. Um at the moment yeah. it's like eighty to ninety percent uh meat and fruit. Yeah. I try to have um like grass fed beef. Yeah. And organic well I would love to have organic fruit, it's usually just fruit. Mm. Um some honey and yeah, maybe some eggs and but then there's like ten percent where I'll just like whatever, 20%. So that's my ideal. Mm. Um, and I'm feeling good from it. Uh, but yeah, I've been on a journey. I was vegan for like six years. Well, yeah? Yeah.
1: And why did that come about? Because um, I feel mm. like I have this, although I'm trying to get as much protein as possible. Mm. Even when I was younger, I always felt at some stage I'm going to be vegetarian or vegan or at least try it. And that's like a good feeling that I have that eventually... I will have to follow up C. Because it's like not following... Yeah. We get so deep, we're talking about food. But it's it's the same thing. You have intuition to follow. Exactly, an intuition. And if I don't at some point follow that intuition, even as just something that challenges me, um, like a fast, Mm -hmm. you know, something that puts you out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely something that I um, strive to at some point Mm -hmm. in my life. But there's a moral... There's a moral dilemma, and I talk about this in, in school, moral dilemma about food and, and money as well. Like, I would love to have 100% organic everything.
0: Yeah, be But I
1: can you know, I need to, I, I can't spend $300 on a food shop. So, it's, I hate that mm-hmm. that fact that it's ugh, the easiest and the mm-hmm. cheapest thing is usually the most processed. Yeah.
0: It is, it is, but if you get creative and you educate yourself you can eat pretty healthy still um, but maybe you know like not in the most idealistic way yeah
1: I, yeah. when I say process, I mean just like not organic like you can still eat fairly relatively good you can eat whole food whole food you know? of course yeah, yeah. Um, not your your pizzas yeah. or your chicken yeah. 20% chicken like which is hard not yeah.
0: to, that's the game with the phone man like at every at every convenience is some like Sugar filled, fat filled, like highly processing that tastes absolutely delicious, mm-hmm. makes you feel good, but then it makes you feel
1: really yeah. shit. Yeah, and I don't know, you might have heard of the mm-hmm. podcaster called Blind Boy. No, he's an Irish podcaster. He's very, oh, very big. It. He's one of the biggest yeah. in Ireland. And uh, he just made up this word. It's mm-hmm. it's actually like a limerick phrase. Yurt. It's like go on or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he says like there is this thing called the yurt factor, and it's when it tastes good mm-hmm. and you know it's good for you. Mm. And, like, so when you actually change your idea to strive for the yurt factor, mm. it makes food so much more different. Like, it's it, it, you get that guilt mm. with food as well, where you binge, 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 mm. and you feel shit. It's like that. Mm. And when you start to eat good and feel good, mm. boom, it starts that snowball effect. And, like, that's what has something, like, that clicked for mm. me when you talk about the yurt factor. I know before I eat something good, mm. Then I'm going to feel good after as well. It yeah. might not be that burger. That's, you yeah, can still yeah. have that, but it's not going to be that burger. Yeah. And it's the same like the dopamine. When you have mm. stuff so often, it's the, the pl- pleasure. Usually, it, yeah. It, it, and at some point it hits, you know, head on. I remember I was like a couple of months ago, like I was walking out with a takeaway, with a takeaway. And I was just like... like this has to stop Like, mm-hmm. I, I, this is going to be my last one I was eating like two or three a week and like yeah. some people might be eating five a week but for me that was just ridiculous and I was just like this feeling of like I feel, I'm not even eating this and I feel shit because yeah. I have made that conscious decision I've given in to uh, a small little craving I didn't um, I didn't go home and, and cook my own food and I think that is actually a so, talk about mm-hmm. I suppose vulnerability but like a routine of mental health I think getting organized and having like food prepared Mm -hmm. not only about good food but it's about the sense of purpose it gives you like well I have mm -hmm. I have not gone into the shop Mm -hmm. and neglected Mm -hmm. I put 10 minutes aside Mm -hmm. half an hour whatever it takes to make your food Mm -hmm. for myself to better myself Yeah, Um, and I've done it for me in the long term And you wake up next morning your breakfast is made and like, I get a little kick out of my clothes being hung up. Oh, now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Yeah, my yeah, girlfriend yeah. might di- say it yeah. <laughs> differently. But, like, my clothes being hung up saying, last night, I organized myself for future me. Mm-hmm. And these small little things, I suppose, diet plays a massive role in making these tiny little decisions mm-hmm. that are eventually going to, you know, build up to be big ones. They don't Absolutely. even have to. Mm-hmm. But it's the self-worth that I kind of cared for myself enough mm-hmm. to make myself food
0: absolutely man like I couldn't agree more one thing it's a really interesting one so like one thing that I'm going through at the moment is like when you do something like that you can be real hard on yourself you know um, so I would say like try and have like a lot of self-compassion for yourself because it's really fucking hard not to like it's so to give
1: in to agree to give you in to it man.
0: yeah it's so hard not to and it's not like it's not like you have to drink alcohol to survive, but you have to eat food to survive. Yeah, so it's like, it's like an addiction that you have to keep keep feeding, feeding yourself. Yeah, with. so it's really 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 hard. Um, so have like anyone should just have self compassion for themselves. But one thing that I'm trying to do at the moment is like, if I do something that isn't alignment, isn't in alignment with like how I would like to live my life, I try and divorce that feeling of like. That inner voice of, or inner critic of like, you should have, like, you could have done better in the situation, or you could have, like, this would have maybe been the better option. Mm-hmm. Divorce it from self-hatred. Because it's so easy to be like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, why did you do that? You know what I mean? And it, that's, I don't think that's helpful. It's being like, okay, like, uh, like I did this, like, I want to do better next yeah, time. Yeah. You've just,
1: accepted and understood that you want to do be better. Yeah. And that's a big paradigm as well, knowing that this is what you want and this is what yeah. you don't want. I, I listened to a, a girl before and she described mental health as talk to yourself as if you're talking to your best friend. Mm-hmm. So if you ate something that's shit, I wouldn't say, fucking hell, your diet's fuck now. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well give up, you, you know, your shit. I'd say, man, it's only one meal. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Get the next meal right. Mm-hmm. But we have a, a tendency to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you're in that zone of giving out yourself, well would your best friend say that to you? No. Sometimes, hopefully, your best yeah. friend to be somewhat honest and help mm-hmm. you say, cut down on the takeaways. But if you had one bad takeaway, like we're talking about mm-hmm. one slip-up, they're not going to fuck you out of it and say, no. you're a piece of shit. But that's what we say to ourselves.
0: Hugely, man. And I think it's important to like, again, it's complex and it's nuanced, but like, allow room for you to, to, to lash out and enjoy life. Like, mm, like Definitely. Like, you know, I can get stuck in this room. like, I need to eat this way because it's like, it's the most optimal way for me to live, but one thing that I felt was when I left being vegan, I just felt this sense of, like, liberation, you know? Like, I was like, man, the stress of me trying to eat this way um, is, is like, not worth it.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually... Mm-hmm. The balance is off, yeah.
0: Like, I can, I can, like, I, I do want to, like, I genuinely do want to eat healthy, mm-hmm. what I view as healthy, like 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's gonna like change, um, depending on my like external uh, or like my external situation. Like, yeah. I'm traveling or whatever, like, you can that. only can, do so much, yeah. And yeah. I can be super prepared and, and, and all of that, but um, there's got to be some like. Uh, leniency, leniency yeah. yeah, but then also you need to be disciplined. Like yeah, of what you said. Like when I when I do prep my food and I'm onto it, man, I feel so good. I yep. feel like so on top of myself. I'm saving money mm. and all of that. Um, but when I do get that takeaway, when I have like the two cookies I had last night, yeah. is because my nervous system is completely out of whack. I've worked like four days in a row, twelve hour days or something like that. And this is a, this is like a beautiful thing that I'm trying to embody a lot and like what we're teaching in breath work um, and down on the retreat, but just in general is just like, is like I will snack or I will want to like, like I will want to watch porn or I want to eat f- like mm-hmm. like food when I'm like craving something, when I'm like disconnected from myself and it's cause my nervous system is like out of whack. And so if I just take the, like the time to just like either get outside like touch the ground like yep. nature or go for a walk or just like down-regulate my nervous system, you know, which is so easily done through breath, which I'm still getting better at. It goes away, man. Instead uh, of being like, oh, and then just going for
1: it. Yeah, you need, you, then you, you, you associate mm-hmm. and then you do come down after whatever, you watch the porn and you yeah. think, oh, that's the answer to my problem there. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed to do. And you get into that routine of, well, when that happens. Mm-hmm. This is my. This is how I regulate. it. I go to this rather than oh, yeah. substituting it with your breath work.
0: Mm. It can turn into a habit, but also. Oh, one hundred percent. But I think on the other side, it's like I when I do do that, I feel even more shameful and guilty. Yeah, yeah, because
1: oh, I'm not good enough that I couldn't control this urge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I, I I back to kind of the I suppose touching on the food, but it relates mm. to everything. Yeah. I think I could be getting this wrong, but I remember reading before about a sprinter and the percentage of how hard they push it It could be like 80-20 or 90-10 whatever it was that a sprinter doesn't go and I suppose maybe this is an excuse Mm. for me to say like oh well I can have the cookies a sprinter isn't optimal at 100% because their technique is off and the breath is off that they're Mm. optimal at like 80-90% because they're in a flow so the same way with your life you can't expect to be 100% on your diet all the time like it's it's not realistic Mm. so Okay, you have the two cookies. You had two cookies out of line with your diet. Like that's like ninety five percent. Like that's a savage number. If you got yeah. a test, that'd be unreal. Yeah. Because you eat the two cookies, shame mm. everything associated with like. So you can I love you have that, to be man. you have yeah. to be it's life. Like mm. you know what I mean. Well, you can yeah. have the beer by the beach. It adds to the I don't know yeah. the, the scene and and mm. you know it's art of living and you get better
0: at as you as as you have more experience at it. But like everyone talks about balance and I believe in balance but like you can't strive for like perfect balance or perfectionism like what I think is more um more of a higher thing to to strive for is finding like equanimity in like stressful situations like finding your calm and your composure or what is the best thing that I can do like for instance I went to the gym just before I came here and I was like I need to eat something before I come and like my thing is like I'll go find some built on or I'll go get like a protein bar and um or like a coconut water or something like that. Because I'm like that is the best option that I can think of right now, as opposed to just snacking on something shit. So it's just like what's the best thing I can do right
1: now? Right now, I'm in this situation. Yeah. I can't go home and get a chicken and rice because that's not I'm not in that situation. Yeah. So just making the best of, well, I wouldn't say a bad situation, but the situation you're in currently. Just the
0: situation, yeah. And then like you can start putting these things all together, you know. Like, be like, "Am I stressed out right now? Like, mm. um, okay, do I need to downregulate my nervous system? Like, how's my breathing? Like, how am I like acting? Like, how do I feel? Do I need to take myself away from this situation?" And so again, back to the self inquiry. Like, Definitely, just being a little bit more conscious. Um. I think as well when you put yourself
1: in si- stressful situations and you come out in a positive mm-hmm. light, you, f- you always use the word "butts empowering power" and like. So power. <laughs> and I always say it to kids in school as well like what is the actual worst that could happen They're like, oh, I'm so stressed about this test or I'm so stressed about A, B, or C in any sort of life like, what is actually the worst possible thing that could happen maybe it's not a good way of thinking about it but like they'd say oh I failed the test and like oh, in five in five weeks never mind five mm. years what would that have mm. what relevance would that have in your life Yeah, and you're stressing about it really really stressing about it now mm. which will affect how you perform mm. if you zoom out yeah, And take a look at it in the long term. <laughs> if you zoom out, you're oh, like, oh, I'm so bad for it. It's one of yeah. the worst things. I get like stressed about, and not big stress, small mm-hmm. stress about, oh, I haven't eaten in three hours and we're coming back from the gym and <sighs> I haven't food cooked. And now I'm like, <sighs> me and my girlfriend are walking home and it's a lovely walk home, but I'm kind of walking a bit quicker because I'm like, I didn't eat before, yeah. you know, and it's like something so simple. I know, I if, do if you said your notes and things. it's like mm-hmm. It's empowering when you actually notice, notice it and be right. like, hold on, I'm getting, st- I'm not going to get, the, the, the two minutes that I get home quicker is not going to solve the problem. Oh, I know, bro. I'm, so I'm in wild. the situation. Yeah. I spent this time in the gym or I spent an hour extra at work. I can't get that back. But I'm, yeah. this whole walk home now, I'm stressed because I'm trying to make up two minutes and I think that's going to solve my problem.
0: Yeah. It's crazy, man. And that's when you just like laugh, or like you have a fight with your girlfriend and you laugh as well because it's like... It's the paradox of life, man. Like we're just uh, we're just a little speck of sand, being yeah. like a rock in the universe. Um, but also, like life is super meaningful and beautiful, and it's just a, it's the paradox. It's both. But you're right. It's just like who fucking cares? Yeah. Like it's not going to matter. No. Like, but I still want to strive for the best. Yeah. Really. But, but like, I'm not going to. I'll try not to be attached to it. Yeah. yeah. That
1: these small things that we make out to be big things. Mm let them go off in the, in the dust yeah, and let them just do their own thing mm-hmm. you're focusing on the main things that make you and make you feel good and make you have purpose and meaning yeah, yeah strive for them but these things that we think are really really important don't get too attached to them no
0: yeah I mean it's like uh, as the Buddhists say like uh, s- s- life is suffering I mean, yeah not go that extreme and then like the suffering the root of the suffering is attachment I don't think that means like we shouldn't get attached to things. Like I think we're meant to like get attached to people and like, definitely, you know, yeah.
1: That's the only thing we should really get attached to. So often, uh, mm. materialistic thing. If I have yeah. more, I am more. I want more, and you're never gonna, you're never gonna satisfy yeah. that need. So yeah, community, people bit of purpose. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I think that's a good place to leave it. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think that's beautiful, bro. Beautiful chat. Ryan, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. I know you're... I I I actually actually only realised it when you like were like, yeah. And then I was like,
0: shit, that that fucking retreat is on this week. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: he's taking time out of his evening to come talk to me. Oh, man, it's my
0: pleasure. I think this is a beautiful Uh, opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I love it. It's like my Mm -hmm. conversation. It's funny. Like, it's my conversation. My even... Open space to just talk mm. and get it out. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks, Amelia. I absolutely appreciate. It. And Thank you from me yeah. and from everyone at Coal that Goes and Chili yeah. Willis. Thanks for having that space. Like, it's look, it's it's an unbelievable place mm. for for people who obviously need it and want it. Mm. Um, I'm sure people talk tell you all the time, but like what oh, you're doing is so good and it's so meaningful for people. And yeah yeah it's just I think I, I think it's this is why I'd love to get people like you want you need to spread this message that this is people are doing this mm-hmm. that people want to do it yeah how you feel after it it's just beautiful
0: absolutely man like thank you for all of those sweet words like it's really um affirming and mm. encouraging and, and and nice and I think that like ultimately it's not about coming the coldness it's just realizing that there are groups so many groups out there that um are encouraging community, genuine connection um, and also there's tools out there like getting out into nature, jumping in the ocean in the morning, um, being around people giving someone a hug yeah a hug. I know it's different because oxytocin like shoots through the roof like skin skin contact like the research is there. Research is there when you when you're, when your body touches nature like if you touch the ground same thing um, uh, it, and it's free. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, you know, we go I mean, we go searching for drugs and alcohol I mean, and everything yeah. and and try so hard to get them mm. and you can get these other dopamine hits that are probably better. Yeah. So so naturally. Yeah. And it's I know we could go on but yeah, Honestly, <laughs> man, when we link arms and run into the sea. Yeah. Man, there's no feeling like it. No. You're just so open. You're like at yeah. one with these and it's it's not like a charging at a, uh, like another army, mm-hmm. but you feel so empowered and so mm-hmm. powerful, and just so free and happy. And it's just like I'm just open here because yeah, I think it's right. even the shape of the body. You see, you, yeah, that's actually like another that. thing you talked about mm-hmm. um, about how we actually carry ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know and what that means. And when you're linked down, you're open. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I never the, that you know I'm you're open. You, that, yeah. You're with someone else, and you're going in to see. You're not going to shrivel into yeah, this. You're. Yeah. High. you're I suppose you don't realize how warm the sea is over here in Ireland. It's super cold. But it's like, yeah. I'm going into this sea that I know is going to be cold that yeah. I probably don't want to do. But I'm doing it openly with other people. So it's going to be okay. You
0: I, know? Absolutely, man. I think that's a, a beautiful thing. Um, and I, I've never realized that before. And that goes back to like... That helps me understand. Even though I know it, but I forget. It's like why somatic awareness is so important. Like movement and like opening your body up. Like having the blood like rush through your body is so good for us in so many ways that we can't even like begin to think or fathom. But the research is there. Um, I've swam in the cold Irish. <laughs> yeah, so you know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking cold. And um, I uh, have you heard of the Happy Pair? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, cool man. So I have wanted to go and meet them for a long time and um my girlfriend we had to drive down to dublin from from belfast to get her some art supplies and uh i was like let's go and we went and um, i swam where they swam and then went to the coffee shop afterwards and i met them
1: and
0: they're really cool man yeah I, yeah i'm hoping to see them again when i go back but um we'll see but they what they've done is like incredible
1: yeah and just on the Irish Sea, the first, so I landed on a Tuesday yeah, and I didn't think I was going to be jet lagging. nah, no, jet lag is not a thing. But we agreed to go to Cole Limp's the, the Wednesday, the next day, uh, the first day I arrived. And now I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and I was just waiting in bed until the girlfriend woke up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hit half five. I'm like, come on, we'll we go. And she's like, oh, we're getting up at quarter six. I was like, oh shit, I had to wait more, 15 more minutes for her to wake up. Got cold lips, and everyone's on the beach like this. Ooh, yeah, bro. Right. It's coming into winter, and I was like, "This is all really This is like the hottest day of the year so yeah, far for me." Yeah. And we ran into the sea, and everyone's like, "Oh man, it's so cold!" I was like, "No joke. It was the warmest sea I've ever got into." I was like, "You don't." Everyone was. I was like, "You don't know why." I was in the I was in the west, the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> seven days ago. Yeah, and like you recommend, they recommend to stay in the amount of minutes as degrees, so yeah. it's two degrees, and I was in there two minutes, and I felt like a champion. I was in there last week, last Friday, I was like, I could stay here for an hour. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. as long as I knew there's no sharks.
0: I fully agree, man. I think that, like, we call ourselves call the chilly chilibillies, but we, yeah, are, yeah. Um, we, we, we're, now we're, was, I we're could whims. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: could feel the chill last Friday morning. Mm-hmm. I could feel the chill, and do you know what? <sighs> This was part of as well, we were sitting yeah. in the, the thing, and like I'm shaking as in coldness, mm. but I think it was like energy coming out of my body or you know, wow. like vulnerability. Yes. I, that's why I thought it. I'm like, I don't think I'm that cold, mm. but I'm like, I'm, as my, as I said, maybe
0: or like something's like happening to you. Yeah, there. it's
1: coming out of me, mm. and this is my body expressing like some sort of fear, mm. uh, and it wasn't shaking as in like fear, but shaking like as if I was cold. And I was like, no, this is good. This yeah. is good. I'm like, my body is releasing something here. Mm. Um, wow, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Or maybe it was cold, yeah. but that's the way yeah. I interpreted yeah, it as yeah. well, you know?
0: But I think that's a beautiful thing. Like, what's the. Uh, um, I'm going to. There's a word, and it's like, it's, it's 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 more of a truth than what truth is, or or true. It's like a herring, I think it is. Oh, I'm, I think I might be butchering it. Someone <laughs> might know and it's like it's it's more real than what the truth is and so like if that was your like truth even if it wasn't real like it was so it's more true to you yeah and it's like it's more powerful to you and it's not I don't think it's negative like it's only going to lead you down like more of a beautiful path it's
1: like genuine true emotion is yeah. in that's what my body was feeling even mm. my mind couldn't comprehend it something yeah. was coming out there you know
0: fully man yeah um Yeah, epic. There's one stat that I want to say that I'm going to... My friend Stefan told me this, so I hope he's telling the truth. (laughs) Um, But if you immerse yourself in cold water for two minutes, like real cold water, Mm. so we might not have the Irish sea, but we do ice baths and um, have the privilege of doing some really cold ice baths. And when it is like, you know, one, two degrees... Uh, I did one the other day before work and I had to work a 12 hour shift so I was up at 5 thirty um, and did one. and if you jump in, do the ice bath, get out and you don't like you let your body warm up naturally, it like increases your dopamine levels by like two hundred percent for ten hours for like for 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 the whole day. and um, he said it's like doing a line of coke. Um, which increases the dopamine by 200%, but it only lasts for 50 minutes. Um, and I've done coke. Yeah. I like, say who are you getting your call cut? <laughs> 50 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally. But, um, that was Younger Ryan. Yeah, uh, Yeah, and, and I and I genuinely, like, I felt a noticeable difference. Yeah. Like, I swim as much as I can in the ocean in the morning. I love it. I have cold showers when I can, when I'm not being a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I felt a noticeable difference. I was like, I need to do this every morning.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I've heard that stat. Um someone told me that it's equivalent to taking a line of club, yeah. but I've never heard the, the timing.
0: Yeah. Well it's it's yeah, so it lasts it's like got an extended length throughout the day. And I and I he he says it, he's like, man, because he does it every morning. Like he's got a chest freezer and he jumps in. Um and that gets real cold because you can turn it on overnight. It could, like forms ice on it. And uh, he's like, I I really notice it. But you you know whatever until you do it yourself. And I did it, and I was like, Wow, I feel I feel like good. Yeah. All day.
1: All day. Yeah. yeah. It's it again. I we did it uh, when I was living up in Dublin. We used mm-hmm. to there was a, maybe four or five six of us that used to do it every morning, most mornings. Yeah. And I was just again setting up for the day. Yeah, and you right. felt so mm. good. And this, I, I, always, I don't know if I've said this five or six times on the podcast mm. or to other people. Getting in to the sea when it's one, two, three degrees for five minutes is the hardest thing you're going to do all day. Mm. And if you can get over that, everything else is easy. Mm. I used to walk into like walk up to school, being like, mm. you know, just have to do a few classes. Now I got in the sea. I really didn't want to. Got in it. And I've already achieved something in the morning. And it's the hardest thing I'll do all day. I always say it's the hardest thing you'll do all day. Mm. It sets you up for the day. Obviously, there's a bit of science behind that as well. But yeah. someone said it before. it says, I don't... When, I suppose, ice baths are big now. But when they kind of started and got really big. Someone mm. says, I don't care about the science. I feel good after it. There you you can tell me whatever numbers I want. I'm still going to do it because I feel better.
0: Fully, man. And that's one thing, like, from the beginning that we did with coldness, was just like... It's as simple as dip, nip, sit, which is like dip in the ocean, get nippy, and then have a coffee afterwards. And we'll let you feel and figure that out. Like, you take away from it what you want. Like, um, there's a deeper meaning behind it, and you can go into the science. But, like, if you just feel good afterwards and that's it, then cool. Like, we're not forcing you to feel a certain way. Yeah. You know? And I think there's a real beauty in that. So, beautiful. Alrighty, my
1: guy, Ryan. You <laughs> hopefully, he didn't have any repeat to, to be tonight. But. I'm gonna to pick up some Birkenstocks. Nice, yeah. So,
0: uh, but I said around seven. I don't know what time it is now. I
1: think it's like half six. Yeah. Oh, Perfectly. perfect. Wow. Okay. On um, reef. Right. Yeah. Thank you again, Ryan. My pleasure, Thank you, mate. Best of yeah. luck with everything this weekend. Sure, anything. it's the first of many, and hopefully, I'll be attending one. I'd love for you to be there, my yeah. guy. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cool. Boom.